Welcome back to Down for the Count, ladies and gents. You are in our bonus episode section. And of course, we're going to talk about this week's hashtag Naomi Deserves Better and Booker T's response to the hashtag. He was very crass with his response, which you'll hear in a second. I just want to make things clear. I understand perfectly that Booker T was not necessarily trying to attack Naomi per se, but because the hashtag was about her, it does come across as an attack on Naomi. It also makes it seem very presumptuous that Naomi is, according to Booker T, is just waiting around for people to create hashtags for her so that she can somehow advance in her career. She doesn't need that. Naomi just needs the booking to be corrected for her, which all of that will be discussed in this episode. But I want to make sure, make sure I gave you guys a clear understanding that I do see where Booker T is coming from, but his wording of what he was saying made it come out very, very ugly. And of course, he seemed as if he was upset at the fact that Naomi even got this hashtag in the first place. Um, and I just think it was very disrespectful what he said. And I was very emotional and very angry. So I'm going to give you guys a heads up now that in this episode, you're going to hear a lot of cursing. And I am going to admit you're going to hear some name calling specifically from me because I'm very upset about what was said. And I didn't like how he made a point to go after her in this sense when she's not the only one that hashtags have been created out of when it comes to women's wrestling or wrestling period. This has happened multiple times over with countless wrestlers and he hasn't said a word. So um, I was in my feelings. I'll admit that. But I'm not taking back anything that I said. So I hope you guys listen to this episode. Whether you enjoy it or not, it's totally up to you. But without further ado, here's this episode of Down for the Count. Friday um, that passed, Naomi had a match with Lacey Evans. And she lost. And the hashtag Naomi Deserves Better was trending on Twitter. It trended, topped out at number five, and then it dropped to 20 before the night was over. And it stayed a trending topic on the trends for Twitter for a while and on Instagram. Now, my thing um, with Naomi was the fact that I I still say this, and I she had an interview Recently, it was this year, and she was talking about her career and where she is. She said she was happy with it, um, that she was okay with helping talent being put over, and she wasn't bucking for a title. And if that changed, you know, she would make it make that voice known. So I was fine with. I don't like Naomi being a loser. You know, losing every match she's in. But she really hadn't been on TV that much. And then the matches that she's been in have been up against people who you would expect her to beat, but she ends up losing to. Now, a lot of people are upset and they're mad and they want Naomi to have better feuds, a better position, and they definitely would love to see her as champion. Now, here's where this gets interesting. Booker T recently made a statement about Naomi. And I don't think y'all gonna like it, but I'm gonna quote. Oh no, I seen it. What did he say? They can go to hell with all these hashtags, as far as I'm concerned. Nobody deserves a chance. All right. 
first and foremost, you have to earn your chance and your spot on the roster. This is not some movement to just pull somebody up just because. I hate to sit here and say this and talk this way because I like Naomi, but as far as the business goes, you get it on your merit alone. And Naomi has proved that she's done it on her own? Hold on. That's it. It's nobody's system. I know somebody is going to hear me and say, well, such and such, and that's why we do. they are doing it. Yes, that may be true, but life is not fair. Sometimes you have to make your own breaks. Sometimes you have to go out there and rise to the occasion when no one else thought you could. It may not happen overnight, but no one expected me, including myself, to become a six-time world champion. Let me... First of all, <laughs> every time Booker T opened his mouth, he put his foot in it. Mm-hmm. Reality would tell you that, in a sense, he's right. You can't just put a hashtag out there and expect someone to get an opportunity. But how do you think the women's evolution got started in the first place? It got the legwork started with the hashtag Give Divas a Chance shit. Now, I love Naomi and I think Naomi does deserve to be in a feud that works for her and I do think people are overreacting when it comes to Lacey because right now as Lacey as a heel that is the best position for her to be in is to have a true feud with Lacey is she gonna win every match that she's in no no she's not gonna win all of them but first you have to give the rivalry an opportunity to blossom and you'll see that the chance is being given. In regards to Booker T, sometimes he just needs to shut the fuck up. Because his opportunity was given to him. I don't think they gave it to him because he he was at the pinnacle of his career. Booker T was a tag team dude for a very long time. Yes, he had personality. Yes, he was out there. But even when he had opportunity to be WWE champion, Triple H was not dropping that title to him. And they made a mockery of Booker T. When you go back and watch that shit, that feud was cringeworthy as fuck. It was hard to watch then, and it's extremely hard to watch now. And for you to sit up there and to say that, and it's always about... (laughs) I don't know what it is with Booker T, but it's like he got an aversion to black women. He did the same shit when it comes to Bianca and Sam Roberts saying the bullshit that he's saying. If anything, you should be abdicating for Naomi, not rallying against her. Now, nobody's saying she should be handed anything, but you know the business better than we do. You always get handed opportunities. Is that not what's happening? This is a structured television show. This is structured entertainment. You're handed a title. You're not necessarily earning it. So what are you talking about? You didn't earn your shit either. You was a whack-ass King Booker. You and Charmel's stringy-ass hair was running around WWE with this King Booker shit. And it was It was corny. So don't make it seem like you was some grand champion when you was champion either. Don't do that. At least you had length and time as a champion. At least you had feuds, multiple feuds with people as champion. But I tell you this, you wasn't good enough to be WWE champion. You were world champion. 
You was second best. So let's keep it all the way funky and be 100. For you to sit up there and say it like that, it sounds like you're going after the people who are abdicating for her, not necessarily Naomi, which in retrospect, that's cool, you know. Be mad at the fans, but to make it seem like Naomi haven't earned her time there, out of all of the veterans that's there, she's had the title twice only, and it was only because she got injured the first time she had the title. So now she gets to have it the second time she was able to have a title run. She had to wrestle Lana three fucking times. No. That was her only feud until she had to drop the damn thing. And you trying to act like she ain't she ain't earned the opportunity? Well, let's look at the champions prior to her. Naomi was there when Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte came up. Paige came on the roster, got the title immediately. Did she deserve the title over Naomi? Who had the tenure? Who put in the work first? Who was there as a diva first? Paige ass wasn't there. She was on NXT and wrestling in her um mama's wrestling company. She wasn't there bucking and trying to get opportunities and grinding as one of the females in that company. She wasn't there. So if you want to talk about who earned a spot and who deserves it more, there have been women who got the title over her and she should have had it then. People like AJ Lee. And no shade to Nikki Bella, but her ass shouldn't have got the title before Naomi did either. True. So you can't you can't call a club a spade. You, you, you can't do that. You gotta call it what it is. Cause if we just talking about the women's division as a whole, you goddamn right she earned the opportunity to be able to be champion and have a decent feud and rivalry for her championship. You fucking right. People should be advocating for her because out of all of the women in that locker room, she is one of the best. Her talent is unmatched. So if you're going to go there, then you could at least go after somebody who who is talentless or who doesn't have the same athleticism as her. Because she keep her head down, she do her job, and she's nice to everybody. You never hear a bad thing about that woman. Ever. So if your black nope. ass to sit up there and to say that shit about her, you deserve every ass whooping that everybody on the internet giving you and more. And um, if I was starving, uh, I'd be kicking your ass. Um, also, shout um, out to uh, Sasha. Hold on. I want to read this tweet word for word. I know you're dying of phone. Um, she said, don't feed. She retweeted because, um, Naomi um, sent out a tweet with what's his name Jim Carrey looking like Jim Carrey and did just <laughs> said we'll do Booker with a thumbs up and Sasha just said don't feed into useless opinions no matter who they come from keep going and shining like you always do you don't have nothing to prove to anyone you go Sasha you go and, girl and also um, and then speaking of that Literally, Sasha, Charlotte, and I think maybe someone else were the only women that I saw were speaking up for Naomi, Naomi, what Naomi deserves <laughs> better. 
like when it first happened, not like a fucking day later. Hmm. Like when it was still trending. Hmm. Actually, uh, Charlotte was the first woman that I saw. All the other ones I saw were from guys, from were from the male roster. That's some bullshit. And Charlotte was the first one I saw. And you know Charlotte abdicate for Naomi. She loves wrestling her. She said out of she all the women, she her favorite opponent. She's always wanted to have a feud with her. And I'm, yeah, and it's also like the people who are trying to like her trying to go in Charlotte's mentions and talk about how like why don't she advocate him and she does and it's like that's like how WWE listened to Becky when she was begging for them to have tell and was telling them to have her drop it to Shayna and they said no they don't listen to them and Becky is their top star so if they're not going to listen to Becky they're not listening to Charlotte nope Lucy you ain't shit that's just how I feel about it and I'm sick of listening to you black men, downgrade black women, when I don't see you saying shit about Alexa Bliss, I don't see you saying shit about, and there's no shade to Charlotte, you praise her like she's some fucking goddess, and then when as soon as the black girl comes around, and everybody's trying to advocate for her, you motherfuckers is all down her neck. And like I said before, you did the same thing with, Breon, with um, Bianca Belair. When Sam Roberts was dogging her ass out on TV, you was like, I don't think you should have anything to apologize for. All right. Hmm. I'm sick of it. When's the last time anyone ever even cared about the fuck Booker T said? Last time I checked, this isn't 2002. Oh. Oh, shit. I'm just really sick of, like, all... I'm just really sick about how seeing how any woman gets treated, like, in the wrestling anymore. I'm just fucking sick of it altogether. Especially one to everyone. Like, oh, you know, they're so cool. They're so nice. They're so sweet. Then how the hell... Why the hell aren't you sticking up for them? I'm tired of... I understand that all women have issues and I'm not trying to make it racial, but that's just how I see it. I'm not saying he's supposed to bow down and praise her every chance he get, but there's nothing about Naomi that is bad. You never hear anything about her being problematic or hard to work with. You never hear anything like that. You hear nothing but good things about her. She's genuinely a nice person. Just off the top. And that is the first thing that everybody says about her. And for him to go in and act like Naomi's some fucking rookie off the street. Oh, you gotta earn it. It's, it's, just, just it's very disheartening and it's, it's, it's starting to become a trend for a lot of black dudes to just come out and just dog the fuck out of black women. And I'm just at the point 
where I'm not going to continue to sit back and just be like, oh, well, these niggas hate themselves, so they clearly don't know what they... No, fuck that. Like, shut the fuck up. That, that, that's what I feel. Like, shut the fuck up. Ain't nobody... She didn't start the fucking hashtag. The internet did. Her fans did. And you're mad? Like, they have a right to voice their opinion. Your black ass is sitting up there talking shit on your podcast. Nobody asked you for your fucking opinion. So why are you concerned about what these fans are doing for their favorite? You didn't bitch when they did it for Charlotte. Fucking Corey did that shit on his goddamn podcast. And everybody was eating that shit up. You didn't say a fucking word about that. You let that shit ride, and then you backed him up on that bullshit. And now, because people riding for Naomi, and I can see if she was complaining about it, she didn't say nothing. But because her fans loved her enough to go in and give her some love and be like, WWE, you need to hear us and see us. You go and start bitching. Nah, fuck you. And leave that woman alone. And mind your fucking business. Better yet, mind the business that pays you. Because that ain't it. Period. There we go. So we can go ahead and get this done. That pissed me off. You okay? Okay. I don't like that. There's enough bullshit going on in this world for us to have to deal with. And it's no shade, Alexis, but it's like, it's constant every fucking day. These people are in higher positions. You a black man. You understand what's going on right now. You got 50 Cent and Lil Wayne running around here talking dumb, reckless shit. I mean, superiorly reckless shit. And then these little Gen Z niggas is eating this shit up. And they just mad disrespectful. Not to mention, your mama's black. Okay? The disrespect, that's what's pissing me off. Y'all have no respect for us. None. Never mind the fact that most of us are out on the front lines marching for your dumb ass to make sure you don't get shot in the fucking street. And this woman didn't do a damn thing. I could see if she was problematic, if she was like Eva Lee's or Tessa Blanchard or some shit. Then I could be like, well, shit. You just gotta <laughs> sit there. You just gotta sit there and deal with it, but she's not. You'd be like, okay, well, damn, she ain't. I mean, she's not even like that. So what the fuck? What is your problem? He's and the and the one thing that is that we can move on for Booker because I just don't care anymore um, about him. Is that is that the whole? It's like a very pull yourself up by your bootstraps mentality, and it's just reckless in general with like anybody. I hate that mentality. That pull yourself up by your bootstraps, especially when it comes to black people and black women, because it's like, okay, like what all do? You, what else more do you want me to do? He was talking to her. We're talking about her. Oh, sorry for a yawn. Like she, like her, like she just like hopped up in game. Like she only been wrestling for a year or something. Exactly. And it's like, and it's like Booker. And it was like, it's just like get your shit together. Like I don't care. And 
Um, Darius Lock- Lockhart, shout out to him. Where's his tweet? Because I bookmarked it, and it was just, like, perfect. And, well, he tweeted, he quote tweeted himself. He said, our elders aren't looking out for us like we're supposed, like they're supposed to. And then he um, retweeted himself and he just, and he'll, and he said, we'll just have to move on without you. And that's how I feel now. And that's how I feel about him now. And that's how I felt about Mark Henry. They don't want, they're not doing what they were supposed to be doing, helping the new, they pick and choose who they want to like help elevate instead of helping elevate as much as they can. The people who are helping elevate as much as they can are people like a Devon and like an MVP and like Shad before he passed away. Like those are our elders. I don't give a fuck how many Hall of Fame rings that you have, Booker, how many whack championships you have. And the same thing with, um, what's his nuts? Mark Henry. Because you're not doing your responsibility as a black man within this industry that's very hard for people to look like us to help elevate and lift up as much as you can. You pick and choose because until for whoever fits your narrative of how you think that per, that wrestler or that superstar should be. So you're just going to get left in the dust. You're not. That's the same thing with I think we were talking about how um, we're saying how when we talk about like black wrestlers that we're proud of and want to do more and how nobody talks about Moose because he's he's not needed in the conversation because he's not part of our history because he's not with us and he's just not someone that is for not just I'm not I don't want to say for the culture like in general he's just not he's just like trash and we're gonna leave trash where it belongs in a garbage can and that's gonna be the same thing with booker t and mark henry and when they're all decrepit and old and wwe has no use for them and they're gonna be begging going to these conventions and want wanting these young wrestle younger wrestlers to help help them up is not gonna happen and we shouldn't help them because they didn't do what they were responsible in doing and helping ensure the generation before at that comes after them doesn't have it as hard as they did. What is the point of you going through all this if, if you don't want to help ease the struggle of the people who are coming behind you? That's the whole point of wrestling. That's the whole point of being a minority in wrestling is to make sure that the people that come behind you don't have to struggle as hard as you did. You are not you are not aiding your people as being an elder, and that's just that's just not only that's disrespectful to you, but that's disrespectful to the people. That's dis, that's disrespecting to yourself. That's disrespecting to your craft. That's disrespecting to your ancestors, our ancestors in gen, in general, because you are not looking out for your people. So that is something you that you are going to rectify when you fucking close your eyes for the last time. And that's all I gotta say about that. Um, like I've said many times, I can never understand the like you guys go on a daily basis. Um, but as for you young listen out there, and you think you want to take what Fifty and all of them are saying about black women, I want y'all to listen to this song. It's called "Keep Your Head Up" by Tupac. 
And I want you to actually listen to these lyrics. Because this is, and even if you're older, you should go back and listen to this damn song. Because this song is about respecting women. And y'all need to learn that shit real damn quick. Because I'm going to be honest, I see these Gen Z girls running around. They are not going to put up with this bullshit. They are not. They're fucking crazy. They will fuck you over. They will They will stab you. <laughs> These Gen Z kids Literally. are fucking crazy. But I just, I don't they get it. No why. self-preservation. They don't, they don't give a fuck. And I love it. Like, I'm the proud millennial parent handing out Capri Suns. Like, here you go, sweetie. Go kill the establishment. I'm proud of you, you know? <laughs> but I just, I don't get it why they, I don't get it why Sam Roberts, like, is still there. Why he still has a voice in WWE. Why they're allowing oh, him to be. I think they let him go. He okay, good. Good. But I just, I don't like this whole, like, double standard it seems to have. And this is something that needs to get fucking fixed right away along with a lot of other shit that's going on in that locker room, whether it's WWE, AEW, whatever. It's just another thing on the list of shit that needs to be fixed. Because 2020, after this fucking year, we're not letting anything slide anymore. Fuck that. And that's all I really have to say. We can move on and make it quick. Um, Tiff, are you are you sure you're okay? As, yeah, I'm fine. It just made me angry. It's, it's, it's too much. It's, it's only so much that I can take. And I think that sometimes people have a misconception that just because black women have strength that we are just immune to feelings. And it's like... After a while, and when you look at how Naomi's treated regularly, people just attack her just for the way she looks. It's like, oh, Naomi looks like a gorilla, and they call her, they said her hair was nappy, and she needed to put a wig on, like, and it's like, nothing she does is ever good enough, and because she, she is a black woman, and I, I see myself when I see her, that pisses me off, that makes me very, very angry. And if it was Bianca, I would feel the same way. If it was Ember, I would feel the same way because it's like I don't see girls who look like me who do things that I love. And that's wrestling is something that I love. It's something I like to watch. And for you to be a part of my community and you're supposed to be somebody of somebody who has some sense in the wrestling community, for you to come at her like that, <laughs> the way I could explain it is, is like you acting like she was like Lana. You know, Lana used Twitter to get her opportunities and was like, oh, my shoulder wasn't down. She didn't pin me. Y'all saw it play out on Total Divas because I don't watch the fucking show enough to know, but I saw the clips from there and she was just like, I'm going to tweet it. And see if I can get another match and see what we can do about it. Like, she don't sit backstage and cry and whine and complain about shit. 
she do her job and she goes home. It just makes me angry that you would focus on her and single her out because her fans was bigging her up on social media. It baffles me. And I'm like, you had one of the worst runs at trying to become WWE champion. And to this day, people still say that you was robbed of an opportunity at WrestleMania. And right now, I'm kind of glad your black ass didn't get it. Because you wouldn't have appreciated it. And you didn't deserve it. And I'm glad Kofi was able to become the champion and be somebody that we all could look up to and actually respect. Because I done lost all respect for you. I'm sick of this bullshit narrative about the way they treat. Oh, you have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You didn't pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Everybody has had help in this world. Everybody. Everybody had had a leg up. Even fucking president of the United States. His bitch ass did not have his own business. He got a million dollar loan from his father. So he didn't start shit on his own either. Everybody has to take a helping hand. And in this business, if you, all you care about is stepping on other people and worried about what's happening with you, there's a reason why your black ass is not nowhere where nobody wants to watch you, nobody's listening to your shit. There's a reason for that. It's because of how you treat people. And it's how you talk about people. And if this is how the old guard operated, then I can understand why the situation is so toxic and why shit like the speaking out movement is happening now. Because the motherfuckers like you. And your attitude. Because if this was Charmel doing it, and everybody was advocating for her, oh, you would big up for that, because that's your wife. Right. It, it's just... It, 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 it don't make no sense to me. And I'm just sick of somebody who's in a position to speak to a bunch of other young black men to say stuff like that. And to be, and it wasn't really that negative, but it was the connotation of the conversation. It was how he prefaced it. Like she was just like, I deserve this opportunity and I'm going to start this hashtag and I demand it. He was like, to hell with y'all's hashtags. Well, fuck you. Shit. They can say whatever they want to say. That's the beauty of the internet. And you're mad because they had decided to do this? Eat a dick. That, that, that. That's how I feel about that. I'm just, I'm sick of this bullshit. Well, ladies and gents, that's all we got. We ain't got no more. I hope you guys listened to this episode of Down for the Count. As I said before, if you didn't enjoy it, well, I can't make you enjoy it. But I hope you did enjoy it. Um, I just want to be clear that I can admit that I was emotionally triggered in this episode too many things was happening at once and I'm only human I'm gonna crack at one point and this just sent me over the edge it's actually was not originally a part of the episode it came up later on because I was sent this information through um a friend and it just pissed me off so I have to apologize for being emotionally triggered I probably could have handled it better. And because we have a podcast where we speak on topics and our voices are being heard, I have a responsibility to be able to make sure I relay the information 
without my own personal bias involved. But this episode and this particular topic just triggered me. So with that, I apologize for not being able to stay in the professional mode to give you guys um, my clear, concise um, opinion on this topic. However, I will not apologize for anything that was said. I meant what I said and I said it. And that is where I'm going to leave it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. If you didn't, my apologies. Look out for the next episode. It's coming to you next week. And I'll see you guys in our next one.